Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Our American Stories. Much of what's known about legendary NFL quarterback Brett Favre has been kept between the goalposts. But our own Greg Hengler took a drive three hours south to Hattiesburg, Mississippi. We broadcast from here in Oxford to learn the rest of the story, as we do so often here at Our American Stories, of Brett's life. And what we've come up with is a five-part series about a lot of things. This one has to do with the day. On December 22, 2003, the day after his father's fatal heart attack, and his father's name was Irvin, Brett Favre played in a must-win Monday night football game against the Oakland Raiders. Favre dealt with the grief in the best way he could imagine. He played his heavy heart out. Here again is Brett Favre with part three of our five-part series. That game, of all the games I played, I played 321 games played in two Super Bowls. Um, by far, not, not even close, the most pressure and the most nervous I've ever been was the Oakland game. And um, it wasn't, it had nothing to do about will I or will I not play as people were thinking leading up, understandably so. I mean, do you think he'll play? I knew I was going to play, but I was so afraid to 
that I wouldn't play. I wanted to honor my dad by playing lights friggin' out. I didn't want to just play. Even though I would have gotten a free pass. Say you play, we win, you play crappy. People say, what do you expect? Can't even believe he played. I didn't want I didn't want to even go down that road. I wanted to play like I'd never played before. And the odds of that happening just because I want it, I wanted to do that all the time. But this time more than ever. So the pressure was enormous. And and in my experiences when the when the pressure is almost too big to bear, it's hard to perform. Very hard to perform. You, you, you know, you just can't settle down and everything's moving so fast, which is what was going on that night. But it was like, as the game unfolded with each play, it was like, man, this is, this is, I knew then, I mean, I was, I've always been a, um, a Christian. Some some days better than others, some years better than others. But you know, we we were born and raised. We went to church, and as kids, we didn't pay attention. And you know, we got got whippings and got chewed out. You know, sent to the cry room. And then you know, through my trials and tribulations, I've leaned on the Lord more in, at times than uh, than other times. I think, like most people. But I knew that night, based on what I just told you, there's no way that was a sign. I, I've used this several times. I didn't realize that at the time. But at halftime, I mean, I knew statistically that this was, was unbelievable. I, but I wanted to win the game. But I, I was well aware of, like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, this... This is crazy. But at the end of the game, it didn't dawn on me then. It didn't dawn on me th that year. It didn't dawn on me a year later. It dawned on me years later that, you know, and I've, I spoke to a group at Murfreesboro, this high school up there. It was a Christian group last year. Oh, I, I spoke at Liberty University this year, uh, or actually October, I think. And, and talked about it there. I said, you know what, I don't know about, and I was kind of really asking a question to the audience. I said, do, do you ever like find yourself saying, I want a sign, Lord, sh give me a sign, show yourself, or, you know, make this curtain move or wh whatever. Um, you know, all of a sudden this billboard says, you know, I am real or you look, you give me a sign. And I said, and it never works out that way, right? And you, go, and you forget about it. You go on, and then maybe you do it again. I said, I was, th that happened to me. And I said, one day I realized that the sign was how I played. I said, you know, you have to keep in mind that I played at, at, at halftime. I had already, if that game would have ended, I, it would have been the best game in my history. Statistically speaking, and it's just a half. Now, keep in mind that my father just died. I, 
I'd ever studied because when I got the news that he had died, I mean, I, you know, my mind was elsewhere and we needed to win this game and I needed to play and play well, but I didn't need to play that well. And I prayed and prayed and prayed, Lord, I want to, I want to honor my father. I want to play well. I don't want to just play. I want to, and I don't even know if I was really specific, but I think he knew what I was asking. And that's the sign that the God is real. Um, it wasn't some little angel comes flying in and drops a football. Although angels may have been placing the balls in certain places, but I, two, two touchdowns, through four touchdowns at, at, by halftime, which is not, not unheard of. Um, but two of the touchdown passes were two of the best passes I've ever thrown. Now, people watching probably wouldn't know that. They'd, they'd have to know why angle and precision had to be perfect when you're when you're when you're not running out of the pocket. You add run out, running out of the pocket. And someone's chasing. You have to turn to the and then make an over the shoulder throw to a guy in the back corner of the end zone that has to drop only one spot and it did and then there was two more that were just totally opposite Oakland could have caught it just as easily as our guys and they didn't even come close to it they were in position and like just fell down so that's you know that 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 game uh, is is important for a lot of reasons at the time, we needed to win the game to continue playoff hopes. Um, but when I came back for the funeral, it sure made life easier for everyone because that's what people were talking about. And I'm not—I don't know of many people that are good at funerals or wakes. I, I particularly am not very good. In fact, I like to—if I go to one and my wife's aunt passed away about a month and a half ago and we were real close with her but my my way of handling those situations and being in that environment is to make light of the situation talk about stories that made us laugh i don't i don't like being down never have and so that had I played bad, coming back home would have been even worse. Oh, people, I know what they would have said. Baby, hey, you, you played. You did your best. I, don't, I didn't want to hear it. I wanted to come home and be able to celebrate. Um, and so I'm thankful that, that we were able to kind of enjoy and rejoice about it. And you've been listening to Brett Favre talking about his performance on December 22, 2003, the day after his father, Irvin, suffered a fatal heart attack and died. And Brett that night was 22 for 30, had 399 yards, four touchdowns, and three yards shy of his best game ever. And in the biggest night of his life, God showed up for him. And we're bringing you this story because, as you could tell, there was a lot more going on here than just the material world, grass and turf and X's and O's and plays. And we all knew it when we were watching it. Brett Favre's story, a story of a game, a story of a love affair with a sport, 
and a story of a love for a father and a son and God here on Our American Stories. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.